This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Big Sky. Big Sky premieres Tuesday, November 17th on ABC. Geico, go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Ritual, better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. And Talkspace, as a listener of this podcast, you can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code VINE. Hey, if you're anything like me, you're always on the lookout for that next great show to get obsessed with. So when I heard that David E. Kelly has a new series coming out to ABC, you guys know him from um, Ally McBeal, The Practice, and Big Little Lies. I was all in. Big Sky is one of those edge-of-your-seat thrill rides that's full of twists and turns you'll never see coming. When two sisters go missing under the wide-open skies of Montana, private detectives Cassie and Cody team up with Cody's ex-wife, Jenny to find them before it's too late. The girl's disappearance soon reveals an even deeper mystery, one that some will do anything to keep hidden. It just goes to show you that even the most beautiful places can hide the darkest secrets. Sounds awesome, right? Big Sky features an incredible cast like Ryan Felipe, Catherine Winnick, Kylie Bunbury, and John Carroll Lynch. I can't wait to check it out. Big Sky premieres Tuesday, November 17th on ABC. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Grape Therapy. Today's guest is someone you probably all have gotten to know a whole lot better this past year. She is a little badass realtor who you've seen on the hit reality show Selling Sunset, and she competed with me on this season's Dancing with the Stars. Her time on the show may have come to an end this past week, but um, I suspect you'll be seeing a lot more of her on your TV pretty much everywhere. She's such a doll. I love her. She's beautiful on the inside and out. And in today's episode, we got into what it's actually like competing, how we feel about the other competitors, how fame changes your day-to-day, what celebrity she'd like to sell a house to, juicy confessions, and we talk all about how it would be great if she was the bachelorette. (laughs) We even play a fun game about Chriselle's final rose. So hope you enjoy today's episode with Chriselle Staus. Actually, and real quick, before we get into it, make sure you stay tuned at the end because I'm going to do a very, very rapid recap of this week's bachelorette episode right after my conversation with Chriselle. I think it actually is safe to say that this is the most erratic season ever. I definitely need to break it down with you guys. Enjoy the episode, Vinos. Long time no see. Oh my gosh, you look so gorgeous. Thank you. I actually had to go into CBS today for another interview. I was like, what do you want with me now? Oh my gosh, did you really? Yes. What? Like, why? I guess an exit interview, though, I guess on the finale, they're probably going to play like a short clip of each person, like what the show oh, meant to oh. them. So I was like, this is really depressing. Seriously, I'm like still not over. Hold on, let me get my ice in here. <laughs> you know, I was doing that for weeks. Same thing. Oh, same thing. So, okay, because you said you hurt your ribs too, right? Like it hurts to breathe. Oh my gosh, what were you doing that injured it? 
So I think it was the week two of the rumba. I had all these like back bends and, and things like where it was a lot of pressure on my right here. Yeah. And ever since the second week, I've never felt a hundred percent in my rib cage since then. So like, oh my it was gosh. an ongoing thing that I just had to kind of nurse and take care of the whole time. Seriously, I felt so stupid for complaining about my ankle at first because I realized everyone's in pain. And then from that moment on, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, everything just starts to hurt and it just doesn't go away and things just get worse. And I then I talked to Hannah and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm still going to physical therapy like a year later for all of my injuries. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Oh my gosh. I woke up today. I like still can't move certain parts of my body. Oh my gosh, Kiwi, you crushed it. Let's talk about your experience on Dancing with the Stars because you came into it and I remember you doing a video where you literally couldn't even do a turn. You're like, okay, I'm going to try. And you like tried to turn. And I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. And your improvement just over like a few weeks. Did you, do you feel like you're a dancer now? I mean, I'm coming around to that thought a little bit just because yeah. in, the, in the scope of, you know, up against you guys, I wouldn't feel like 100% comfortable saying that. But I do feel like in, in life, you know, who else can go and do a, a you know, all these things, a rumba, a Vini's waltz, a, you know, so I do feel a little like I can say I'm a dancer now. Absolutely. I was so proud of you by the end of it. Like even the way, um, like, okay, for example, I haven't done a lot of lifts this season. You had been doing lifts and this last uh, week I've been doing lifts for the Argentine tango. And I was like, God bless Chriselle. Like you make them look so graceful and effortless. And I'm over here cracking ribs, just being like a stiff board. No, well, well, trust me. It felt like a few ribs cracked um, as well. I think, I guess that's just how it goes. I don't really know. I guess they are there hasn't been, you know, perfected that yet. Because when I said the same thing, they were like, Oh, yeah, this happens to everyone. I was like, isn't there a way to fix that? So that doesn't have to happen. But that's no. very sweet. I appreciate that. Yeah, you you always impressed me every week. I honestly didn't think you were going to be gone already. I really, really didn't. I was surprised when you went home. And were you surprised? Because I feel like you were such like most improved player. Oh, thank you. You know what it is? I feel like in the beginning, I would have been shocked and so impressed that I got this far. But as you're in the competition, you start to move the goalposts. And my heart was in this a thousand percent. And so I was so sad because I really knew what we had coming up for the next week would have been so much fun. And so so it it, it is what it is. I feel like if you're not devastated, that means you didn't care enough. So, you know, that's very true. I agree with you. And I feel like everyone that's on the season is so invested. Like, I i can't believe how much Nelly's heart is in it. Like, you know, when you meet him, he's such a goof and he's so nice and he's just like this hilarious personality, but he also works so hard on the dance floor and like wants to be there. And I feel like that's everybody's mentality this season. Like everybody genuinely wants to be there and doing their best and working their hardest. Yeah, I do feel like, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of these interviews, everyone's like, okay, who are you rooting now? for to win and it's just like you know at this point you know I feel like it's like a family and we've all bonded and I feel like everyone should be proud of themselves no matter what they end up doing and I'm rooting for every single person because I mean you know obviously I want to root for you but I'm just (laughs) but you know the hard work everyone's putting in but yes it's one of those moments where it's like there's not nobody was a jerk there's not somebody that I'm rooting against or or And I feel like everyone cares and everyone really, I'm not going to come up with ideas to have parties just so that we can like put our dance clothes on and and come up with reasons (laughs) to dance (laughs) and hang out. We seriously need to do that. Just have a like a a pretend costume party and then 
It's use all the that costume department, hair, makeup, and wardrobe at Dancing with the Stars is so next level. Like they're so good at what they do. They're so good at what they do, but a little too good because I truly wanted to steal my costumes from la- from Monday. Both the Cha Cha and the Venus. Yeah, balls. they were hot. On you don't need these. Let me keep them. Um, but they're too good because you know they're they don't let things sneak out. No, they sure don't. I'm surprised they even let me have socks the other day. I'm like, come on. I've <laughs> tried to so say cool. like it's COVID, it's not safe. Let me keep it. <laughs> That's a good point. You don't want my germs on it. That's funny. Okay, take me out of the competition because you're gonna have to say me if I ask. But who do you think's gonna win? But you don't count. No, don't. Yeah, don't even pretend I'm not even in the competition. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, then I would it's this is what I mean. It's so hard because I could really, truly see uh, a lot of people pulling out the win. I mean, honestly, don't you think it could go any way at this point? So I do. And I don't feel like I love any one person more than the other. I know that sounds like weird at this point, but I truly just think you know, everyone should just be so proud of themselves. And I hate this answer because I get it. It's lame. and It's like politics. But I swear, I genuinely mean it. (laughs) I I mean it too. Like if I think about, obviously I want to win, but if I think about who could win out of this competition, I'm like, it could literally be anyone that's still here. Actually, anyone. And I wouldn't even be mad about it because I love everyone so much. And then I'm like, there goes my competitive side. I thought I was going to be so like, fierce and like no I gotta win and I'm like well I really want to but I hope everybody's having fun (laughs) you're doing I mean honestly you are so amazing I can't every single week I'm just like please don't let me go after Caitlin please don't let me go after Caitlin (laughs) that's just been the only thing that I'm just like you know I don't know I love watching you I love being able to cheer for you but I definitely do not love having to go after you (laughs) yeah but you and Gleb came up with not that you're coming up with choreography but you guys always had such um like really unique dances that really brought out your best side like brought out your best moves he he worked really well with you um so, like your dances always impressed everybody and and Gleb was really good at, at doing the choreography for you did you guys get along really well we did and I think yeah. that, that shows how brilliant he is because he you're right he would do stuff to my strengths you know yeah. and then it's like um you know we would have those weeks where it's like you know I remember the first time we had Disney week and I get to play a character and I realized how much better I was at that than than you know just like Chrishell awkward like I feel stupid and you know you can see <laughs> on my face and so <laughs> At that every week after that, I tried to embody like an, a character each time I danced, and that really helped me because it was like, I guess Beyonce how she says she's Sasha Fierce. I was like, okay, I'm yeah. not Chrishell right now. <laughs> That's so true. That I I always say that some people have um, things that help them in this competition. Obviously, having a dance background in some degree, I wasn't very good, but that has helped me pick up choreography um, that has helped me be able to have more challenging choreography. You with your acting skills, like you really perform on that stage. And that's something I definitely am missing in my performances is that aspect of it because they keep saying over and over to me, like you're missing this attack and this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's the acting for me. I can't get into certain roles where even like when they showed the box with the zero in it for Halloween, like or your voting thing, I'm like, ah, oh, you're just so good on camera and acting where you are you feel like you're, oh, I'm awkward Chrishell dancing. I feel that acting and performing in my face. So everyone's got something, but. Blend the two of us together. We totally win. 
It's so true. If we could, maybe we could be like a team next time. We'll get back to the podcast after this quick question. Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do. And it's hard work. I know, but you know, what's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. And it's a good thing too, because you're busy with enough. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. I was asking people what they would want to ask you or talk about. And I don't know if I knew this or somehow missed it, but people wanted you to be the bachelorette. And I'm like, that is the most genius suggestion I've ever heard. Would Has that come into talks or have you thought about it or what is the story there? So there's a little bit of a backup story. Uh, Rob Mills is an, an exec, I'm sure you know, and he, yeah. I was set to be the bachelorette like 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago? Yeah. If Brad oh, right. had picked someone, but it became such a thing that he didn't pick someone. And anyways, but this was so long ago and I was on ABC daytime. This is back before there was a real formula set in place yeah. um, where they were going to, you know, bring someone in that wasn't from the franchise. So anyway, right. um, he came out with that on Nick Biles podcast the other day. Yeah. I, I know, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was um, funny because, you know, he's the one that came out with that. You know, I'd never talked about it when it didn't come through, you know, right. Those things happen in, in the world of entertainment. And so now it's just kind of all come full circle because everyone knows I'm single. It's like, okay, totally. we get it. I'm <laughs> very awkwardly uh, publicly single. And so <laughs> I think now that he just came out with that, now I keep getting this question all the time. And at this point, it you know, listen, I, I think it seems like way too much pressure to put that out there. But I also would have thought the same thing about Dancing with the Stars. So right. I'd say I just, I don't know what the future holds. I'm open to it. Uh, I love it. I would be so happy if you were the Bachelorette. Oh my gosh, I would poop my pants. That would be the most incredible choice they've ever made. I just think you would be strong enough to handle like production and that kind of thing uh i think you'd be so great on tv you'd you'd bring the emotion you'd bring like comfort to the guys because i, I know you think you're awkward but i think you're just like really um uniquely quirky like i think i'm quirky and i think you have that but that's like endearing to people and i think you just create magic on that show well that's so sweet thank you i um I mean, listen, who knows? I'll, at the end of the day, I just, I'm looking forward to getting out and mingling a little bit, whatever, you know, I've been so busy dancing that I, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to go on a date. I'm like, wow, what's that feel like? <laughs> Seriously, that's, I'm like, do you hate talking about your dating life? Because I, I don't know this about you, but like with the, going through such public breakups and going through things all the time, are you like, eh, I just want to keep my dating life private? Or are you like open to talking about, yeah, I went on a date or I'm interested in this person? What are your feelings towards that? Um, I think it's somewhere in the middle. You know, my yeah. life has kind of become, you know, I've embraced it at this point. And, and yeah. I think that that's why I have connected with people. Cause at this point there's nothing to hide. And I just kind of like, well, this is me, you know? So yeah. there's a part of me that doesn't mind sharing as long as it doesn't become destructive where it's like, you know, totally. that realm of where it's like, you know, you never want to get to the Taylor Swift side of it where it's like, she can't even go grab a drink with somebody before they eat. Right. It's not that, but just telling you like, Hey, I'm excited to go on a date. I haven't done that in a long time. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, Bachelor Nation is noticing you and Nick having a little flirty back and forth. Ah! 
He's got a girlfriend. Oh, he does? Does he? Oh, well, he always does these stories where there's like a girl, but he won't like put her on. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. He's he's like, I want my privacy now. Oh, he's, oh, mysterious Nick. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, well, you know what? Whatever. I think you guys would make a cute couple if you ever, even if you just went on a date. But if he has a girlfriend, that's another story. I, well, I Yeah, I don't know. I just see that there's like a mysterious girl in his story. Yeah, but that's, he likes when people like talk about things or or there's rumors so maybe that's just you know something do you can do you like that i'm just laying in bed right now podcasting with you like my ribs are so sore that i'm like it's it's nicer to lay down than sit up at this point we'll be right back with more off the vine great therapy now back to off the vine great therapy okay let's talk selling sunset because how awesome is that that you are on a show on netflix like crushing it that show did so it's done so well um and you're doing a new season right well i mean technically we're not i mean netflix is supposed to be the one that makes that announcement i think there have been leaks here and there Um, i don't want to be the one that is you know uh, getting in called to the principal's office so you can't confirm or deny correct okay Okay, and because even if, I mean, say someone heard something or something was leaked, that still doesn't mean Netflix will confirm it or not, right? Uh, right. I mean, they probably, yeah, I don't know. Don't it say means, anything. Something, it means something happened behind the scenes and then, like, people got in trouble because they said stuff you weren't supposed to say. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, did you guys have any idea it would get this big? I mean, no. I mean, you know, in the beginning, it's like you want to film me, you know, selling a couple houses. Okay. You know, I knew Adam. I knew uh, Adam is the creator of The Hills and um, Laguna Beach. So I knew it was going to look beautiful. But, you know, I saw what season one did and it was, oh, cool. It was like, you know, it felt like that was a success, you know. Um, And then and then we did season two and it felt like, oh, wow. okay, this feels like something's here. And then by the time season three, it just snowballed into this avalanche of like yep. pop culture yeah that then it felt like a wave and even in the middle of covid where it's like you're not exactly going out in public and but just even in that little bubble uh, it still felt like the craziest like, i mean you know we all of a sudden you're getting shout outs on like snl and like right you know, all these things where you're like you know they're they're spoofing you and you're like what oh my god <laughs> crazy <laughs> that's like the ultimate form of flattery when someone from snl can like make fun of you because you're like okay i clearly have made some sort of impact on uh you know the ent- entertainment industry if snl <laughs> is making fun of me did someone do that to you yes chloe Feynman, and she's so amazing she did this whole they they did like a selling sunset shout out on the show but then chloe <laughs> Feynman did a whole like uh, over two minute or one minute uh, thing on her Instagram of doing an impression of me. And I was, di- I mean, honestly, it was the biggest compliment, but it's funny to see right. what you do that people m- would make fun of. And like, you know, cause you don't know yourself as well as when you- someone goes to do an impression. Of you. <laughs> I always want someone to do an impression of me because I, like you said, like you don't know your little ticks and quirks and certain things that you do. And I would love to see someone like who's the, at that level of SNL, you know, like <laughs> tell me or act like me or mimic me because I'd be like, oh, do I do that? <laughs> totally. And that's exactly what it was. I was dying laughing. But then I was also like, oh, my God, do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I have to go check that out. That's amazing. Um, but I was I was thinking about that, too. Like, I think you have such a good spirit and, and a good heart about laughing at yourself or, you know, having just 
overall good spirits. Are you like that online or, or are people even, I'm sure you have some trolls and stuff, but how do you handle social media? Well, you know, I think, it, I think that's the key. You have to be in on the joke. You know, because being in this position, it comes with a lot of opportunity and a lot of things that I'm super grateful for. And so I, I'm not, um, I'm not as thin skinned as I would have been like so many years ago. You know, yeah. I feel like it's like part of it is, you know, comes with the territory. And so a lot of times I'll laugh with them on it, you know, and I feel like that kind of like takes the heat out of someone that then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, sorry, you know, and it just kind of like, clears the air at one point someone went on and they were like oh my god Chriselle my dog could dance better than you you know blah blah blah. and I was like oh your dog's going down I you know and it ended up being a funny thing where it's like you know it's like that (laughs) you just have to laugh (laughs) that's a good way to approach uh trolls or negativity on social media uh I also did want to address this because I don't know if you've seen I'm sure you have or you've heard or you've been there firsthand but I know that um Carrie Ann was getting some heat on social media for being hard on me. And I'm like, but make it stop because this is a TV show, right? And, and Carrie Ann is totally allowed her opinions. I'm allowed to not agree with them or feel hurt by them. But it doesn't mean people need to go and like bully on her. And I heard that she feels bullied. And that makes me feel so terrible because I've been bullied so hard online that I just wanted to like be able to have this platform or my podcast. I already said it on my Instagram, like, don't go bully her because she's being hard on me. That's her decision. And she's a judge. That's why she's paid the big bucks to be a judge on that show, right? She's allowed to have these opinions. So I'm like, I can't handle if I'm part of like the start of a bully something happening like that online it just makes me feel sick to my stomach so I want everybody to not be mean to Carrie (laughs) and even if she's harsh on me you can you can ask why you can wonder why or be like why are you doing this but don't be mean that's that's all I have to say I I agree too I think it's like the show is such a positive uplifting show and I think people they really love you I mean your fan base is so you know, loyal and they love you. So it's obviously them trying to show their love because they feel defensive of you. Because I feel like I got that as well. People were harsh and it's like, it's okay guys. Like I get it. Like I have a lot to work on. So with you, I think the same thing. It's like, you know, sometimes their love can be a little misguided, you know, but I, yes, but I agree. It's like, I think we can all just same as this election, you know, there are countries so divided but yes. it's like hopefully we can all work together where it's like no matter what your opinion is, it doesn't mean we have to hate each other, though. That's actually such a good point. I was thinking about that. Somebody said on Twitter, you know, it's th- no matter who wins this election, it's still sad the world we're living in because everyone is so divided. And it's like everyone wants to just and like you said, it's OK to have your opinion. It's OK for us to like think differently and not agree. But where is all of this hate coming from in the world that like you're either right or you're wrong or you're this or you're that. Like, how come people can't just say, oh, I understand where you're coming from, but here's what I think. And then they can understand, like, why is the world such a nasty place right now? Yeah, I mean, I know. I think it's that same idea of people are getting so defensive. And I think COVID, you know, it's been a rough time for everybody. People yeah. have lost their jobs. We're, we're all a little on edge. We could probably all use a little spade and sparrow right now. <laughs> Girl, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That's true. Hey, wine sales are up. So um, <laughs> things are good for that. <laughs> all right. I got a quick cue coming at you. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Don't lie to me, guys. More importantly, don't lie to yourself. Okay. 
There could be ingredients like sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colors, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool, gelatin from hooves and hides. These are all ingredients that you might find in a multivitamin. No, thank you. But Ritual isn't your typical multivitamin, and that's exactly why it's the one I choose to take. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly formula is made with key nutrients in forms your body can actually use. No shady extras. It's been a part of my life for a while, so I do feel my best self ever since I've incorporated these into my routine. I feel better, healthier overall. Plus, another thing I love is that Ritual is designed with different life stages in mind. It's now available for women, men, and teens, and the Ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash find to start your ritual today. I just wanted to jump back to the Selling Sunset thing because I had a question. Do you get nervous to sell houses to celebrities, even though you're like a celebrity yourself? Or Is that nerve wracking? Yeah, I think always, um, anytime something goes over a certain price range, I, I do feel the pressure of that. But when it is a celebrity client, I don't know what it is about me. But yeah, I always kind of feel like, I have to walk this line of like, I'm trying to be cool, but not too cool. And like, right. I care, but I don't care too much. So you can feel comfortable. Around me. Right. It's, yeah. um, it's a balance. And I'm super aware of myself. I feel like I feel like I, um, where I feel like I see that in you a little bit. And that's why I feel like I connect with you. Yes. Um, just our personalities in that, like I'm aware of myself and I, yeah. you know, I have that gene where it's like, I, I want to be accepted when, you know, and that kind of a thing. So yeah, it is what it is. I feel like, you know, I, I done really well with certain people. And sometimes, you know, it's just for whatever reason, I think my personality, maybe it's just like a little too much for them or that I was trying too hard. I don't know. Well, you're approachable in my mind. I think you're approachable. I think you're so cut out for this job that you're doing. It's incredible. Um, who do you love to sell a home to? Who would be your most ideal client? Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> to sell a compound to Beyonce. Um, she's one of those people that's like, you know, I wouldn't know how to talk or what to say, but I would, um, you know, probably do a terrible job, but I would want to make her so happy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Beyonce is a good one. What about new kids on the block? I don't think I'd get any work done to be honest. Like I would be such a bumbling idiot. In fact, maybe it's a bad idea. I would even do it to Beyonce too. Cause I don't know, like once you get to a certain level, like I've dealt with, um, celebrities that it's really cool but not the ones that I'm literally fangirling over because maybe right. I would not be very good at it <laughs> <laughs> I know I always try I try and think of who like one of the coolest celebrities I ever met was I'm trying to think right now who that would be um I I mean even Nelly I found myself being so, weren't you with me where we were being like complete dorks and I was like just go say hi and you saw me you, you were trying to amp me up you were like just go say hi you were like laughing and I was like okay and then I went to go and then I stopped myself <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute I was like just say hi and you're like okay should I do it now and I'm like yeah just now's your opportunity we're like on the same show as him and there was another time I felt the same way I was coming in we we're both getting our like COVID wristbands to say we were like COVID free and I was like uh-huh. do I can I call him Nelly like sub Nelly and then I'm like or does he have like a proper name I should call I don't know you get nervous around him 
No, no, same. I, that's right. That's a funny moment. I'm glad you reminded me because it was totally like two like high school girls like you go. No, you go. Go now. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so genuine. We're like, okay, he's, is he looking? No. Okay. Now's your chance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Speaking of embarrassing stories, I do a segment on the podcast where everyone has to have a confession for me. Something really embarrassing that you want to share. Get off your chest and we will uh, we will forgive you. Oh, is that the thing you get forgiveness? If well, you- usually I'm drinking wine, but I have to practice at 530. So I'd usually drink away your sins and, and we would oh. forget it ever happened. Okay, we'll, we'll do that part later. Off camera. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so in this whole process, obviously I've needed a lot of help of uh, my colleagues and everybody to like understand that I, in real estate, like I, I needed them to pick up the slack. Yeah. And hopefully they don't hear this, I guess, because if I'm being a thousand percent honest, there were a few times like I could have gone or like today, like I could have gone into the office today, but I was like, oh, I have this press I have to do. But it was really like I'm sitting with you for an hour in my apartment. I did have an interview at CBS, but that was it like took 20 minutes. So, yeah. But I used it. I was like, oh, I just, they have me doing all this prep. <laughs> I just like wanted to do it, have a break and just kind of chill. And Come on. You need a break. If you're working, because you were doing, you you do real estate. Did you do real estate before um, acting or did you pick that up during acting? I did it in between jobs. So I got written off Days of Our Lives, went and got my license. And then I went back to Days and started doing both at the same time and then started filming Selling Sunset. So it was kind of a... Oh, that's crazy. I used to be so obsessed with Days of Our Lives. Like all growing up, I would make my mom record it while I was at school. And then I would only like fast forward to all my favorite parts. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. And it's so funny now because I I'm sure I've seen you on it without realizing. But whenever it's on and I'm home, I'll throw it on just because I'm like, "Ah, what's Marlena up to? Like I just it's like nostalgic. Is Marlena still on? Marlena is still there brushing it i remember being so sad when sammy left <laughs> yes but i think she's back now i don't need i can't keep up but really? it's like a revolving door you know like they killed my character off but you know i've already been back once after i died <laughs> yeah what is that like getting a script where you're killed off do you really find out in that moment um it depends on uh your contractual obligation with the show if you're a contract player they bring you in they sit you down they treat you like a human being if you're not if you're just kind of recurring you literally get the script and you're like oh i die on thursday (laughs) (laughs) that is wild i just i respect actors and actresses so much because it's it's so much work and it's so cutthroat and like the industry is so hard especially in this city and oh my gosh it's so wild it's so it's it's just so um I think it's a lot more hard work than people think yeah I mean it is it's just like I would compare it a little bit to dancing I mean there's so many hard days it's so much hard work but then the highs are so high so it's just you know I I feel like those same reasons I love dancing with the stars so much is the same reason I love you know doing acting because it's just you know, it's a wild ride, but it's, you yeah. can't beat the highs of it though. It's so true. I, there are days like Thursdays. Have you noticed that Thursdays were always the hardest day of the week? It was like you were confident enough to know the steps, but you had zero confidence in how you were performing it. And then it was getting in your head and your partner gets annoyed. And I just always find that Thursdays are the days and I'm like, and today's Thursday. So I'm like, uh Oh, here we go. Yeah. For me, I, it was a little bit before that it was more like Tuesday, Wednesday, just because probably Wednesday, one day only before, because it was just like, 
it was almost like someone speaking like a different language to me and I yes. just wasn't getting any of it. And so it took me, you know, so I couldn't even get, you know, the outline of it yet. So that would be frustrating. So I was one day before you, but yes, I understand that day, that feeling though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so wildly impressive to me for people who came in here and didn't have dance experience because I find it ex- extremely challenging, like ballroom and like it's it's just a whole other beast. It's so hard and so technical. And our partners are very technical guys who like things to be perfect. And I just find it way, way harder than I thought it was going to be. And I always say, like, how do people who have no dance experience do this? So all the credit in the world to you, girl, because that was very impressive. Well, thank you very much. I, you know, musical icons, are you allowed to say who your musical icon is? Yeah, I'm being Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Amazing. This is why I'm so sad. Mine was going to be Elvis. And can you see I have an Elvis picture in the back? Oh, my gosh, yes. I've named every dog I've ever had after Elvis. I was going to be able I was going to be dressed up both of us as Elvis I was going to be like the Miley Cyrus version he was like the jailhouse rock version I was going to be busting him out of jail doing a job to jailhouse rock okay you guys should still do it and perform on your Instagram like please still have wardrobe dress you I know they have the outfits get on Instagram and do like a, at least 30 seconds of a jive and break him out of jail. That would be incredible. So that's why I'm sad, just because I knew how amazing, like even if my jive wasn't amazing, I just was going to go out having the literal best time I ever had. So I'm a yep. little sad about that, but it is what it is. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it for Instagram then. You have to. I'm going to be so mad if you don't. I'll like teach you over FaceTime. My, oh no, we're in the same city. I keep feeling like people go home somewhere else when I'll teach you the drive and then you could do it on Instagram and We'll do like a fake vote for you and and we'll just make it happen. <laughs> I love it. We're like, I know it feels like camp is over. I'm like, does anyone want to hang out? <laughs> I know. It's, it's so sad this season with not being able to all just like, because we, the people who are on the show, we have bonded in a different way because of what we're all going through on the show and it being COVID. But at the same time, I feel like we have such a good group that we would all have been having the time of our lives if we could hang out together. Um, but I assume dance practices would have been a lot more challenging because I think drinks would have been had. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was probably better for everyone's dance performance that we didn't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And what was your favorite dance you performed? Well, you know, it's hard to beat because the dance I did the contemporary for my parents, it was just so emotionally important. And yeah. just to be able to take something just, you know, pain and turn it into art. I really, I don't think anything would have ever beat that if I'd gone on to become some like ballroom champion or something. Do you know what I mean? Right. I just feel like because I was so emotionally invested in that dance that nothing can ever beat that for me. It meant a lot. So I would say that. It, it was such a beautiful dance to watch because we got to see the story b- before it and that you lost both of your parents. We got to really like kind of be invested in your story and then see you perform that and the emotion that you brought like it was so beautiful everyone just had tears in their eyes but also were like so proud of you because I think you do things in life you've gone through hard times and you've gone through public hard times and I feel like you handle everything with positivity and grace even though I'm sure like when you're at home and you're having hard times, like you can have your meltdowns, of course, but you do, you just have this strength in you and you're like a light and people can see that you, you just handle things with grace and, and elegance. And I just think you're 
amazing. Caitlin, I love you. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. I mean it. Well, I I feel good about you. you I trailer. everyone is obsessed with you and follows you because you're just so open and vulnerable and a full fledged human being as opposed to just, hi, I'm on Instagram and I'm perfect, you know, which is so (laughs) great for people to be able to relate to. I'm that's, I'm trying to do the thing where I'm in on the joke. And then if like, if I make an ass of myself, it's on me. I'm not waiting for like the cancel culture. I'm just like staying one step ahead of it. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break from the podcast to talk about your mental health. It's not always easy to prioritize yourself when there's a lot on your plate, but investing in your mental health has long-term benefits that I can attest to personally. And with Talkspace, it can actually be affordable. Hi, it's Demi Lovato. Therapy helped me release my voice and find freedom, an inner freedom that I've been looking for from a very young age. You know my voice from years ago, but there was another voice you never heard on camera or through my music. That voice held me back. My journey with therapy has flipped the script by silencing that voice and empowering this voice, my voice. Take the first step towards feeling better and go to Talkspace.com and connect to a licensed therapist today. The bottom line is that we all need someone to talk to. Talkspace wants to give us the support that we deserve at a price we can afford. As a listener of Off the Vine, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use code Vine to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Vine at Talkspace.com. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. Let's face it, in today's uncertain times, simple conversations about your health can have powerful results. There's something you are likely eating every day. It can negatively affect your waistline, complexion, and overall health. On the Dr. Gundry podcast, Stephen Gundry, a renowned cardiothoracic surgeon and New York Times bestselling author, cuts through the BS to help you make better health choices. You have the ability to heal yourself if you give yourself the right ingredients to do it with. Dr. Gundry has spent the last 20 years empowering people around the world to help reverse and prevent some of our most serious ailments through the power of diet and lifestyle changes. You will change 90% of you. You will be a brand new you. Tune in to the Dr. Gundry podcast to start your health journey. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Because I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you. You're listening to Off the Vine Great Therapy. Okay, I have one game for you before we go. And I'm I'm going to have you pick which game you want to play. Do you want to play Like It or List It or do you want to play Chriselle's Final Rose? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's do Chriselle's Final Rose. Okay. I mean, they both so, sound fun. They're they're fun. Even though it may not actually happen, I want to picture what a season with you as the lead will look like. So let us know your answers below. They're romantic questions, okay? What would your dream date be on the show? My dream date? Um, Probably, I mean, is this where we can travel with COVID and everything? Yes. Okay. Yes. No I mean, COVID. Oh, then we'd be in Italy on like a balcony eating off of a cheese plate and wine and like, you know, homemade pizza and like yeah. looking out over the roof, you know, the, to the water or something like that. Yes. Yes. That's honestly, that's like my happy place. Have you been to Italy? Yes. 
I can't go back. I want to go back so bad. Same. That's like ideal to me. Okay. In your dream world, which one celeb would you want to see competing for your heart on the show? See, this is hard because I get asked like, oh, who's your celeb crush? But a lot of times they're taken. So it's like, Uh, I could give you like one that's like, oh, I like the way that they look. But as far as like a celeb that's single, it's like, I don't want to say the wrong thing because like if you gave me a multiple choice, I would pick. But I Oh, multiple choice. Okay. I'll give you a multiple choice. Yes, please. Okay. Paul Rudd. Okay. Um, Is he single? I don't know. We, are we not caring? We're about pretending they're not. Okay. Paul Rudd. Okay. Zach Efron. Okay. Or um, Sean Mendez. Oh, easily Paul Rudd. Okay. Same. He's my, he's my celeb crush. Like you. Yeah. That was too easy. The other two are kind of like a little too boyish for me. I want a man. Oh yeah. 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 I feel that. I feel that. Oh, okay. Um, and then what are some questions you would ask men when you have alone time with them? Um, do you recycle? <laughs> I feel like that's like such a basic thing, but it says a lot about somebody if they just throw their trash around and don't care about, you know, the impact that that has. I like and that. I know it's silly, but I pick up on these little things like how you treat the waiter. If you recycle, do you have a dog? I, you know, I think those things say a lot. How do you treat your mom? <laughs> it's true. No, I, that's so funny that that was your first thing that came to mind. I laughed and then I'm like, that's a great question, actually. I like that one. That's good. Okay. Um, What's your ideal age range for your group of men on the show? Oh, my gosh. Probably. I mean, I prefer an older man. So I would say, you know, my anywhere my age or older, I'm open. You know, I'm trying not to like be like no to anything, but that would be my preference. Yeah, that's that's allowed. It's your preference. Uh, Okay. Which past bachelor? We're like creating a show right now. I know. I'm like, if this doesn't happen, we'll make our own show. You're going to take a Netflix. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which past bachelor would you say is your type or which one of the contestants who you know from the franchise would be your type? Oh, I know this Mike. Uh, I wanted Mike to be the bachelor so bad. Remember, um, he was, uh, who's, who's season was he? Oh, um, he, like he was in talks. Like we thought he was going to be yes. a bachelor. Whose season was he on? Uh, I don't know, but there were all these gifts of him, like, smiling, and it was like, oh, and instead we got um, the pilot Pete. Oh, right, right, right. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of all the seasons of all the times, I feel like just just a, a genuine, like, thing about him that I just really took to. I think he's great. I agree. I wanted him to be The Bachelor, too. Jason and I both said that um, – That was so funny because I was like, Mike, there's been a Mike on the show. I totally forgot. Mike Johnson. Yeah, we were both rooting for him to be The Bachelor. And um, he does. He seems like he's got a good heart. Yes. There's something about the way he comes across so genuine that's so sexy. I agree. Sorry to to this man. (laughs) I didn't mean to say. He's doing just fine. Uh, Let's talk limo entrances. Are you all about the grand entrance or would you want someone to keep it simple? Um, I think it's about their swag and how they pull it off. If yes. someone has swag, you can do anything and get away with it. You know, it's yeah. really about your confidence and how you pull it off. Or you can do nothing and pull it off. Like, yeah. it's really comes from the person and how they are. And you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it doesn't matter as long as it's like the person knows who they are. Then it's going to be – because think about it. There have been That's people so that have done crazy stuff and they end up going to the end and vice versa. They did nothing and they ended up being – 
best impression. So that's true. I always remember Lindsay from Sean Lowe's season. She came out pregnant. Pregnant. And, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh my gosh. And then it was like, once you get to know her, that's so her personality and she's funny and she was so great and she made it till final two. So yeah, that's, that's a good answer. I like that. Um, and last one, what is your number one deal breaker? Like something, if someone was there and did this, you're like, gotta go. If I found out they were a cheater in some way, like they had a girlfriend or they, you know, that whole thing where you, we see that every season, yeah. we find that there's some girl at home that thought he loved her. You're out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't need to talk about it. We don't need to have a conversation. Just get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's so true because that's that show is um, I always talk about how it's not the greatest foundation to start a relationship because you're just dating so many people. So if you're going to start a relationship with someone who already has allegations of being a cheater or a shitty person, like I have no time for you. Yeah, that's amazing. And then I always ask people, lastly, what is the one the best piece of advice you've ever received in life? Oh my goodness. I think, let's see. It's not about what is behind you. It's not about what is in front of you. It's about what is within you. And Mm. I feel like that was a piece of advice that got me really far through some hard times because, you know, you, so many things can happen in your past and so many things you're scared of that might be happening, but it really, if you just focus on what you're made of, then you'll yeah. be able to get through anything. And I remember, you know, being that cheesy person that would, I had that magnet like on my fridge, like many, yeah. many years ago. And it's just, I, it's always stuck with me. Well, it's, tr- that's says a lot about you and how you have dealt with things because you have gone through so much hard times and you are someone that is clearly made up of a lot of strength and that's within you. You can't, you can't just like buy that at the store that's in you. So that's, I mean, okay, then I'm going to ask you one more question just because I, everybody goes through hard times. I was suffering from anxiety this morning. People go through, you know, we can't compare whose was worse and everyone just goes through hard times. What is it that you do that helps you get through that? Because like I said, you've been through things. What, what do you do to get through them? You know, I think, first of all, I love how open you are about that. You know, I, I think that that says a lot about everyone feeling like we're not alone in those moments. And uh-huh. to be more open about it so that that is half of the battle is to feel like you don't have to suffer alone by yourself, you know, yeah. kind of be honest with them or, you know, reach out and do things like that. So I definitely have felt like, you know, um, lately we've all been a little more open to doing that. And so, um, I'll, I will do that now. I'll call my friend mm-hmm. and I'll say, you know, I'm down about this or, um, you know, I also find another thing that helps me if I'm feeling bad about myself is to try and make somebody else feel good. Like there was a time not long ago, I started clearing some of the teacher's list and it's just something frivolous, but something about doing something meaningful helps you not feel so bad about something that you know is frivolous, but it still hurt your feelings or it still made you feel a certain way. And so to kind of take that energy and, and switch it over, I just feel like sometimes that's what you have to do, you know, because it's not, you can't just always be mad at yourself for getting upset about things that shouldn't matter. It we're human, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, we're not robots. You know, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I just feel like doing that, talking to my friends and, and being open with them. And then also just like sometimes doing stuff like that, like doing something for someone else, yeah. making you feel better and, you know, putting everything into perspective when you see the people that need help all of a sudden you're like, okay, I shouldn't, be harping on, you know, I can't believe he said this, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. I like that you said that. You're human. You're still allowed to feel that way. But once you do something that switches your perspective, it can really help you internally. Yeah. That's awesome. You said it much better than I said. No, I liked your, I I just summed it up for you that I liked your description. Um, I just adore you. And I'm so glad, like we were always Instagram friends, but now that we've been able to, you know, hang out in each other's trailers and and bond. And um, I just, I know that we'll be friends for a long time. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. uh, Anytime. And let's get you driving on Instagram stories. (laughs) Let's get you that mirror ball, girlfriend. I want to see it. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that first. And then, no, let's jive first and then we'll get the mirror ball. <laughs> I'm going to see you. I think they're bringing us back for the finale. So I'm going to see you soon. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully I'm there. Oh my God, you're going to be there. Shut up. Well, and if I'm not, I'm coming back with the cast for finale anyway. So you're going to be there. You're going to be there. Uh, love you so much. Thank love you, you too. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Go get back to the office, girlfriend. Ice those ribs. Oh yeah, I'm icing them. I'm icing them. <laughs> Okay, bye. bye. Hey guys, so if you're anything like me, you're always looking for that next great show to get obsessed with. So when I heard that David E. Kelly has a new series coming to ABC, you guys know him from Ally McBeal, The Practice, and Big Little Lies. So into that show, by the way. I was all in. Big Sky is one of those edge of your seat thrill rides that's full of twists and turns you'll never see coming. So here's the premise. When two sisters go missing under the wide open skies of Montana, private detectives Cassie and Cody team up with Cody's ex-wife, Jenny, to find them before it's too late. The girl's disappearance soon reveals an even deeper mystery, one that some will do anything to keep hidden. It just goes to show you that even the most beautiful places can hide the darkest secrets. Sounds good, right? Big Sky features an incredible cast, Ryan Felipe, Catherine Winnick, Kylie Bunbury, and John Carroll Lynch. Can't wait to check it out. Big Sky premieres Tuesday, November 17th on ABC. All right, it's time for the rapid recap of The Bachelorette. I was truly, truly speechless this week while watching Thursday's episode of The Bachelorette. Spoilers ahead, so please plug those old ear holes if you don't want to know what went down. Okay, here we go. Claire's engaged. She's engaged. Tasha is stepping in with her final 16 men, and we are starting a whole new journey moving forward. So let's get into it and start from the beginning. We're starting off the episode with all the guys being pretty upset with Claire for not giving out the group date rose and wondering if she's actually open to giving them all a chance. Spoiler alert, she's not. She is not. So Chris and Claire sit down for their big combo, one we've all known and been teased for this whole season, when Claire, you know, blows up The Bachelorette. So one thing I want to do is dive into that people have theories, that production may have been pretty involved with replacing Claire and trying to shorten her season so they could put Tasha in. But I don't. it seems pretty clear to me that Claire was 100% set on her own moving forward with Dale. What do you guys think? Because how much of Claire deciding to move forward only with Dale was Claire's decision versus production. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. She talks about looking at all the guys' social media before coming on the show and that she's pretty much already like was invested in Dale, thought he was a good guy for her based on his Instagram. Now, this is such a modern day romance, no? Is it possible to fall in love by somebody's social media presence? I think so. I don't I don't blame her. And she's such a hopeless romantic. What's to say that Taysha didn't look at all the guys on social media either, though, before she stepped in as the lead? Hmm? Hmm? Are we going to have another Claire and Dale situation on our hands? Also, how in the world did Tasha quarantine for two weeks and go through testing when the proposal was so sudden? 
So how much of this was planned from the start? I don't know. I won't answer this. Also, was Chris Harrison crying in this scene? Craziness. Okay, Claire and Dale have their date. After Chris Harrison tells all the guys the cocktail and rose ceremony are canceled, what the heck is going through Dale's head at this point? They talk about their parents' love stories, which both involve hitchhiking, how they felt electricity right from the start. Claire says she's falling in love with Dale. He says it back. Do you think, do we think he's truly on the same page? Again, I'm asking you guys all these questions like you're here, but maybe just tell me on like the gram or something. Most memorable line of the episode, quote, to every single person who has ever told me to settle and that the man I'm looking for is not out there, like I'm having dinner with him right now, end quote. <laughs> Chris and Bree from Listen to Your Heart perform so adorable, then Claire and Dale head to pound town together. Okay, so Chris talks to Claire again, talk about the night before, the next step, a proposal tonight. Was this necessary? Couldn't they have just, you know, headed out together? <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at a last minute proposal. But anyways, Claire then talks to the guys about finding love with Dale. Some are super understanding, like Ivan and Ben, and then some are just plain confused, like Blake and Jason. So Dale proposes, but it's hilarious how right before he says he feels no stress, no pressure, just exploring where this goes, and then finds out he's expected to propose in a few hours. Harrison says, there's something I need to tell you. Freaks Claire out, but he's just telling her he's proud of her. Good old Uncle Chris Harrison. Claire is now about to become Claire Moss. The two are engaged. This is wild. This is freaking wild. The men need to decide if they want to stay for what's coming next. They have till tonight. They all end up staying to see what's going to happen. Bennett is particularly excited and ready to go. Does anyone else think he reminds you of JPJ? Anyone? We're teased that Tasha is coming to officially meet the men and start her journey. Gosh, can we get to that already? What's next? Do you think we'll get to see more of Claire and Dale's love story play out? Or are they officially out of the resort? Who do you think Tasha's going to be drawn to? Do you think there's a proposal at the end for Tasha, even with a shortened timeline? Again, I'm asking you guys these questions like you're here. So why don't you go to my Instagram page at Off the Vine Podcast and I'll post and we can all talk about it. Okay, that's a wrap on today's Grape Therapy. Thank you so much for being with me, Chriselle. I love spending time with her. So proud of her for the past week on Dancing with the Stars and her journey. And guys, you won't want to miss next week's episode where I'm sitting down with a couple more people you might know from Dancing with the Stars. AJ McLean and Cheryl will be joining me for a two-part pod, one part on their podcast, Pretty Messed Up, and the other part right here on Off the Vine. All right, your session is now ending. For listening to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday and check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's not with OTV?